the story of Joseph's suffering and death, of speaking the words out loud and reliving those moments. Bile rose in my throat, bitter and sour. Comfort. It would crush me. I don't want to speak of it. Ethan reached out and took hold of my hand again. I struggled against him, but he held fast to me. Hush, he said. You need not talk of it if you don't wish. He held on to my fingers in silence for a few moments. Come down with me. Sit with your mother a while. I trembled at the thought of facing everyone and pulled my hand free from his warm hold. My father hates me. He looked away and said nothing. It dawned on me that he had given me no assurance to the contrary. That was unlike Ethan. He always saw the good, the hope. His silence was the same as a formal agreement. What had my father told him? I did not want to know. I'm not coming down, I said. You will let them bury your brother without you. They'll wait till the morning. I'll come then. Ethan shook his head. I don't want you to be here alone. It's the only relief I can offer my father. He will hurt more if I am there. He closed his eyes and rubbed the bridge of his nose. It's the shock of losing Joseph. In his heart, Benjamin hasn't turned against you. He will come around. Give him time. Does everyone know that he blames me? No. He spoke only to me and my father, and your mother, of course. I took a deep breath. It occurred to me with vivid clarity that before long Ethan would also reject me. He hadn't wanted me very much to begin with. His father was a merchant who imported madder and indigo, as well as more exotic dyes, into Judea. He had known my father since boyhood and often worked with him, They had arranged our marriage between them when I was fifteen and Ethan twenty-one. I had been ecstatic at the prospect. Ethan, lukewarm. I won't marry you until you turn seventeen, he warned the day my father told me of his plan. Not one day sooner. I won't get myself bound to a child. A child? I have a half-dozen friends my age already married. I am well aware of that fact. As I said, I will wait until you are at least seventeen. I flushed under his hard stare. Along with a good portion of Jerusalem's population, I was aware that one of those friends I had mentioned had married Ethan's brother before reaching her fifteenth birthday. Seven months after their wedding, the girl had returned to her father's home, filled with tears and complaints. Ethan's brother had waited patiently until his wife came back to him three months later. But it was well known that she had spent more time under her mother's roof than under her husband's. I suppose Ethan wished to avoid such a disaster in his own domestic life. I was offended by his cold resistance. Could he not see that I was different from Abigail, his brother's wife, more responsible, mature, faithful, I had loved Ethan for as long as I remembered. 
I longed to be his wife. Ethan obviously didn't feel the same. And now, he would see that I wasn't the woman he would want for his wife, or for the mother of his children, no matter what my age. If I couldn't be trusted to look after my own brother, how could he entrust his sons and daughters to me? It was a matter of time before he could seek an excuse to break our betrothal. You better leave before they find us here, unattended, I whispered. In truth, I cared nothing about how they found us. My objection was a thin excuse to send him away. I didn't want to see the cold look my father had given me reflected in Ethan's eyes. Ethan lingered, ignoring me. You shouldn't be left alone. You aren't well. Please, Ethan. My throat was thick with tears I refused to shed.